0: Howdy. Hi. I'm not Shannon. And I am Emma. I would hope so. <laughs> Otherwise, I don't know whose house I'm in. I'm Brittany. <laughs> no.
1: <laughs> oh, I don't know. Th- this podcast doesn't exist. Oh, uh, this podcast doesn't exist. <laughs> uh, you guys, if you haven't noticed, we have a guest host, a ghost, if you will. Hey. This is Brittany. Hi, hello. You guys have heard us talk about her before. She is the fourth wife <laughs> of yes. Shannon. But she's here. Shannon and Erica are off doing fun beachy things. Oh, there they? They're having a vacation. <laughs> so we asked Erica, or not Erica, we asked Brittany. See, this is, we smush, we smush. We smush. We're all wives.
0: Exactly. We're just one big wife. Shannon We're... will come back and we'll have just like melded into.
1: We are one. <laughs> <laughs> into one wife. We are one. <laughs> Honestly, her dream, probably. She gets to see us all at the same time. Great. But no, this is Brittany, and Brittany today is going to present to us instead of Shannon. So this would be a Shannon episode, but it's a Brittany episode, you guys.
0: Takeover.
1: Takeover. It's very exciting. I am extremely excited. This is our very first guest host. Mm -hmm. We've had guests. You guys have heard them. But this time, I get to just sit back and hang out. It's really fun. Like, I'm I'm very excited. All right, so I'll do I'll do some housekeeping real quick, and then you can... Go right into it. Exactly. Love so it. if y'all haven't been here before, this is This Podcast Doesn't Exist. It is not the original two best friends who started the podcast. One of them's here. The other one's been replaced just for a moment. But we do usually very spooky, very ooky, very fun, unsolved, unresolved things, which I'm excited to hear what Brittany's brought to the table today. You can find all of our socials, all of our fun stuff, all the good buttons, all of the bingo cards, all of the transcripts, any episodes you want to listen to at our podcast, this, at our podcast, at our website, exist. Dot com.
0: Oh,
1: I'm a listener. I know there what happens go. here. <laughs> yeah, she knows. She knows what's happening. So all the housekeeping done. If you want to talk to us, you know how by now. But Brittany, what do we have today? Okay, well, so when y'all asked me to do
0: this, if you know me, you know that I am Pittsburgh. I yep, am yep, yep. Western Pennsylvania, Central Pennsylvania, go penguins, all the way, kind of thing. So the first thing I did was Google Pittsburgh unsolved mysteries. Oh, smart, smart <laughs> move. Yeah, so I could find it and I found a Reddit thread. <gasps> And some of them were about like tragic murders. And I was like, I don't want to delve into that. That's, those are sad things. That's fair. Instead, <gasps> what I found for you today is the Pittsburgh Ghost Bomber. I have no clue. Is yep. this
1: another ChatGPT thing? No, okay, I, I promise <laughs>
0: it's not. That would have made my life so much easier, but, <laughs> but I promise now, it's not.
1: <laughs> I'm now so scared, which is so weird because, of course, I don't know everything. I don't know I don't I know, know a lot, but I don't know everything. Sure. So like if I hear now, if Shannon comes to it comes to the table with something that's like, oh, so this thing. And I'm like, I don't know what this is. This is chat GPT. This is definitely not what. This no, isn't, no, I've this got, isn't
0: real. I've got sources, baby. Uh, it was. I'm excited. The original blog post that I found was from the Heinz History Center. So. Oh, so real. It's real. Real it's shit. It's exactly. It's legit. Spooky ooky. Okay. I've never
1: heard of this. All
0: right. Well, Let's go. Here we go. On January 31st, 1956, Major William Dotson and five crew and passengers were flying over Pittsburgh on a routine training flight from Nellis Air Force Base in Nevada. (laughs) I used to live there. Hey! To pick up a cargo of airplane parts at Olmsted Air Force Base in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. Shout out to my friends. Harrisburg is central Pennsylvania, not eastern Pennsylvania. And this is a fight I've had. Alyssa.
1: This um, is also something I feel like Shannon would have some thoughts on, but I don't think that they would be that strong.
0: Shannon's not here. I'm here. So <laughs> for today, oh, I'm sorry. Are we not
1: allowed to talk about her at all?
0: <laughs> for today, Harrisburg is central Pennsylvania.
1: <laughs> turns out we're just going to have to pretend she's dead. That's why you're the ghost I, host. Hey! The ghost host. Oh, God, I love it. Okay.
0: <laughs> all right. So during this cross-country flight, the plane refueled at Tinker Air Force Base in Oklahoma overnight and then also stopped at Selfridge Air National Guard Base in Michigan for a midday refuel. But the fuel was delayed there, so they decided to go ahead without that last refill. Oh, no. Bum, bum, bum. (laughs) This feels bad. At around 4 p.m. on the 31st, the crew reported a loss of fuel and requested permission to land at Greater Pittsburgh Airport, which is now Pittsburgh International Airport. When Major Dotson realized their fuel wouldn't last, he instead asked to land at Allegheny County Airport, which is the regional airport that's about 15 nautical miles southeast of
1: Pittsburgh. Sorry, I hate to interrupt. Go for it. I love the fact, if you don't know what a nautical mile is. Oh, I have no clue. (laughs) It is 1.1 miles. That's it? Well, it will still take you an hour to get there <laughs>
0: <That's> <laughs> from so,
1: Pitt. So, uh, yes. I just find it so funny because when COVID was happening mm-hmm. and government stuff was like, okay, so you can only go this far away. They were always doing things in nautical miles. Why nautical? I don't know. I think maybe it's just a military thing, like, you know, like military time kind of thing. But I don't know what difference it really makes because I looked up to see how far – our houses from my parents' house to see if we would be able to go. And it was like, you can't go any further than 100 nautical miles. And right now, I'm now second guessing myself on what a nautical mile actually is. So (laughs) we're going to look it up so that I don't speak with authority in the same way that I do with most things. No, I love it. Speak with authority. I feel like Rick will have some very uh, choice words for me (laughs) if I'm like, this is what a nautical mile is. And he's like, that's That's wrong. wrong." Yes, it is 1.1 miles. So I'm right. That's such a weird like
0: distinction. To, is it? Do you think it's because like the size of the ship? Like if you think of Honestly, it in like nautical, yes, that like that point one is really to account for the fact that your ship is probably point one miles long. How long is point one mile and feet? Oh, let's find out. <laughs> I was not a math person in school. I was. Oh, a- I hate math. I can't do math.
1: Five thousand eight hundred and eight feet. That's a mile. That well, that's one point one miles. Oh. One mile and feet is. A little bit less than that. Oh. 5,280 uh, 5, feet.
0: And 0.1 mile is how long?
1: 5,808 feet. I, my brain can't compute it I for can't, some reason. Guys, I, I don't do... As, if I only knew math, <laughs> if I only knew math, I could know so many things. But I don't. So I can't. Can we insert if I only had a brain in here? If I only had a brain. <laughs> but I guess the... It, well... The moral of that is that he had a brain all along. Did he? His head literally burned up, didn't it? <laughs> We're talking about two different things, I think. The movie versus a uh, book.
0: Oh, I wasn't talking about the book. I've never You're read ta- the book. Oh, you haven't read *The Wizard of Oz*? Not the No, uh-uh. I've only seen the movie. And his, his *Wicked* doesn't. Well, there we go. Hero! <laughs>
1: Spoiler: I've never, I've never seen *Wicked*.
0: Stop it.
1: I... I only know three songs from Wicked. <laughs>
0: <laughs> My heart is breaking I right
1: know. now. I'm such a musical theater nerd, too. And I'm like, I've just never... I don't know that I can continue on. on. Oh, I'm sorry. That okay, mean... well, let's close. The shut it yeah, down. Shut it down. Shut it down. I want to I see it so badly. Um, it was in town. You should have gone. I Well, it, Hades Town was also in town and I oh. should have gone. And Beetlejuice was also in town and I should have gone. Fair. So there's... Yeah, I mean, I would love to see Wicked. It's still in broad on Broadway. It's in the West End still, still the Victoria Theater. So, true, true. I mean, not that I go to England all that often, but it, when I do, and yeah, I can do that. If only we could all apparate. <sighs> that would be so nice. That- this is the second time today I've talked about teleportation. So, anyway,
0: back to planes. Back to planes. Ghost bombers. Ghost bombers. Yeah, what's the ghost bomb? What's the ghost bomber doing? All right, so. They wanted to be landing at Allegheny County Airport. So at 4.11 p.m., with his fuel supply completely empty, his engine malfunctioning, Hmm. and without any available airstrips nearby, Dotson was forced to make a hasty decision. As his B-25 Mitchell bomber glided silently over the Homestead High Level Bridge, which is today the Homestead Grays Bridge, Dotson made a wheels-up splash landing into the Monongahela River near the Glenwood Bridge in Hayes. So, it's January in Pennsylvania. Yeah, that's not. That's cold. Be fun. It's a little it's a little chilly in Pennsylvania. Chilly. It's a little chilly. So this water was about 34 to 35 degrees. So when the emergency call came through, the crew were advised to stay with the plane instead of Facing the waters and trying to swim to shore. But Captain Gene Ingram and Staff Sergeant Walter Sosi decided to attempt to swim for shore, and unfortunately, they didn't survive. Their bodies weren't found until a few weeks later when they washed ashore.
1: Oh, yeah. That's sad.
0: In the immediate hours, a Coast Guard cutter called the Forsythia snagged a wing of the submerged plane while dragging its anchor, but the line slipped and the B-25 slid to its watery grave, never to be seen again. The search efforts by the U.S. Coast Guard and the Army Corps of Engineers continued for 14 days, but the bomber was never recovered.
1: Oh, no. Yeah.
0: So that's the, that's like the big, the got big our, story. We got our big background we got our,
1: incident settled yeah, down. We
0: got our foundation here. So theories. Okay. So where does this get weird? <laughs> Besides a <the> plane disappearing.
1: <laughs> I like that as a header now. I love that. Where does this get where weird? Where does this get
0: weird? Well, the B-25 medium bomber is about 15 feet high and the Monongahela is about 20 feet deep. So as the children say, the math ain't mathen.
1: I mean, as we already established, we're not we're that not great math, at math but I think I can conceptualize that pretty well. Yeah,
0: right. Twenty feet, twenty feet. You should. Yeah, see you that. should be
1: able to see it. Correct.
0: I mean, listen, the Mon is a dirty river. It still is. It's fair. It's In, a bit. It's a bit like the Anacostia, where you're like, oh. yeah. In the '50s, it was a, it was a little dirty. That's mm-hmm. fine. Um, but still, like five feet, you should be able to see that. So, or at least find it. Like you, right? Dive down Something. five feet. Well, it was January, so... Well, that's fair. Ice. But either way, you should have been able to find it. So several once classified documents have helped to shed light on the B-25's mysterious light, but its final resting place is still unknown. There is a less kooky theory that the river current pushed it downriver, which, fun fact, the Monongahela actually flows northeast from West Virginia into Pennsylvania, so... Fun fact. That's just I didn't know that. Like I know. Denial. Yes. I have a commercial. I have a funny story from like seventh grade math where someone. Oh, my God. Math. Yeah. This was in an algebra class. So I don't know why the Mon specifically came up except that we were in a suburb of Pittsburgh. So, hmm. of mm-hmm. course, why not? And the teacher asked what makes the Mon different. And some kid answered. He goes, well, you can only spell it if you're from Pittsburgh, which is very true. <laughs> Wait. How do you spell it? Hold on. Let me look at my research because I'm also not a speller. <laughs> <laughs> it's m-o-n-o-n-g-a-h-e-l-a Monong- monongahela
1: monongahela yeah okay. it's and you call it the mon because yeah it's
0: called it's called the mon and it's why pittsburgh is three rivers everything got it so anyway so the mon flows northeast from west virginia into pennsylvania where it like connects with allegheny to form the ohio river fun pittsburgh facts
1: ha. um uh, <laughs> It should be a little sound there. Fun Pittsburgh pa- Packs. I mean, pun pun Pittsburgh Packs. haven't
0: Pennsylvania
1: penguin.
0: Hey, I haven't had enough coffee today. I'm so sorry. All right, so other conspiracy theories abound. Some suggest that the bomber carried dangerous or mysterious cargo, and that the U.S. military secretly recovered the plane's wreckage immediately after the crash, landing to hide its true contents. Mm. Some believe that the mystery bomber may have been carrying a nuclear nuclear weapon? Yeah, I think you said it right the first okay. time. Uh, or even a UFO from Area 51. Oh uh, well, they near were Las coming Vegas. from Nellis. They were. So, you know, aliens. 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 Um, other conspiracies have also said mafia money. Uh, not an impossibility. Also coming from Las Vegas, correct. Nazi gold. Ooh. And even the body of Howard Hughes, who I had to look this up because I didn't know who this was. And apparently he had ties to Richard Nixon. There was some dirty money <laughs> to Nixon. But his
1: body? His body?
0: Yeah. I mean, which doesn't make any sense because when I like looked this man up, he didn't die until the 70s. I don't know. I was confused, but I felt like, okay, Nixon's involved. It's dirty money. I don't know. I'll just bring it up. It's (laughs) fine. It's dirty. It's dirty money with Nixon. Nixon gonna Nixon, as they say. Nick's gonna Nick. Nick gonna Nick. So many have also on the less kooky side. Many believe that the highly polluted Mon River corroded the aluminum exterior of the aircraft decades ago so that only the steel engines and landing gear remain. And then others just cling to these myths that range from (laughs) carrying Soviet agents to Las Vegas showgirls destined to entertain senators in Washington, D.C. Okay.
1: (laughs) (laughs) There was a lot going on. There were a lot of theories there. A lot of
0: theories. Correct. What was the first one? The, like, the non-kooky one or the first kooky one? The first kooky one. The first kooky one was a nuclear weapon. Okay.
1: Well, this is 1956. Six. One? 56. So, not an impossible theory.
0: Right. But also, why go to Harrisburg? Why not go to, like, Tennessee? the
1: yeah or like even if you're if you're in you go to minot you go somewhere like minot north dakota oh i was like
0: there was a blank stare happening so there. sorry
1: <laughs> but like they 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 test like missiles in yeah and stuff like in in las vegas in minot so like it, it's interesting that they're like coming from vegas
0: there are certainly rural areas of pennsylvania not one
1: that you could test a uh, no, a weapon like that because you have to think through also the radius. Right, and there's a lot more. Yeah, around like because Pennsylvania is in on the on the east coast. There's right a lot more dense cities mm-hmm. on the east coast than there are middle and west. So well, and also like all the
0: watersheds. Yeah, like, exactly. Depending on where you do it, you're either gonna hit the ohio like the ohio watershed mm-hmm. area that's going to like lead down into mississippi which is like a whole other issue issue yeah. or if you're farther east you're going to hit potential watersheds for the chesapeake bay which
1: is again yeah. whole other issue and you don't want to do that no so keeping we it don't. Like, well, <laughs> warfare. we don't well we would we would never <laughs> Obviously. If I were running the government, I would would definitely never do that. Um, So that's an interesting theory. But obviously with the trajectory of where it was going doesn't really make sense, especially if they're refueling that way. Mm -hmm. And they uh, They gave up on refueling in a spot where they would normally refuel. Right. So they
0: they refueled in Oklahoma overnight. And then – went up to Michigan Mi- Michigan right and, and then went
1: over to Pennsylvania but they right. didn't refuel in Michigan the Correct. way that they should have which also just generally feels like a weird like
0: flight path to make to go from Las Vegas like southeast like that to Oklahoma and then barely northeast like
1: it's almost like you're more
0: going like due north to I get to Michigan
1: not wanting to go over places like Tennessee and Kentucky it, which doesn't make sense Mm-mm. not to not to go a di- more direct route but Mm-mm. maybe it was what is Im- i don't know any air force bases in those middling states so oh, maybe it's yeah, an air yeah, force yeah. base thing where they can't necessarily they land, can't land on other, other spots not that they couldn't cuz they're you know the possibility is there cuz there are other uh, there's flight not, paths, there's, but there's also 1956. There aren't necessarily that many because I'm sure that there, there's air force bases sure, there yeah, now. Sure, yeah, that's true. But there might not have been then. I not pret- that air flight had been brand new, but the air force is fairly new because it's only since World War II.
0: Yeah, but even still, like air force was still, or like I, I feel like air travel was still like kind
1: of. It was brand, air travel, commercial air travel travel, was brand new. Air travel itself didn't really kick off until like late 50s, early 60s. So this would have been like the very beginning of it if it were something like that. So maybe there was a flight path situation in terms of trying to avoid commercial airlines. Oh yeah, that's true. Those two. So So. I don't know. I mean, I obviously, (laughs) I know very little, um, as we've, as we've established, but that in the realm of what the government was trying to do trying to do at that point and what information civilians were getting at that point that doesn't feel like a oh my gosh it's definitely nuclear weapons that doesn't feel like an outland that would feel like an outlandish thing now yeah but it doesn't feel like an outlandish thing then when there's a cold war situation happening oh yeah well that wasn't exactly the cold war but it was like it was like right before the 60s yeah yeah yeah. Um, Close so, enough for government work. All right. So what's the <laughs> uh, what's the, the second The second one? one
0: was a UFO from Area 51 near Las Vegas. Hey,
1: I've been there. To Area 51? Well, I've been to a cafe that's just outside of Area 51 that's completely covered in photographs of UFOs and has aliens like everywhere. There's a mrs pac-man machine that i played while i was there In Area <laughs> i 51. was like i was like nine so like my dad was like oh my gosh we live at nellis oh like, yeah and so we should definitely go and visit Area 51. And my mom was like, sure, in. fine. And we had an RV at that point. So we could kind of like trek out into the wilderness with no issue. Wait, 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 wait. You guys were an RV family? Yeah. No, we lived in an RV for a while. Oh, I love this. Yeah. When 9-11 <laughs> happened, we were living in the RV. And I saw, na- this is very sad. So sorry, guys. Oh, but it's like one of my clearest memories. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's 9-11 happening on a 8-inch television because that's all we had in the RV. And it was it was color, but it was like that kind but like of fuzzy it's kind of color, wonky. that wonky yeah. color. So that's how I saw nine eleven happen. <laughs> Where were you? Let's not talk about that. Let's not because that's gonna trauma. age me too. Emotional, emotional damage. Emotional damage. It's, it's emotional damage. <laughs> but yeah, so like, Area fifty one is like a cool spot. Yeah. And again, during this time period, that's not an unfathomable theory cuz aliens and like sci-fi was just being like like extraterrestrial outer space kind of sci-fi it was like ooh, like that's a thing now. Popular Science was a magazine that was just popping up and stuff oh, like that. Oh yeah,
0: and like um when did Ray Bradbury start publishing?
1: Uh in the 50s. Was it the 50s? I know 40, 40s and 50s cuz War of the Worlds
0: yeah yeah that was
1: that was like like the 30s late 30s early 40s i think yeah but yeah like that that kind of thing where it's like now it's aliens and outer space and like nasa was just becoming a thing like outer space travel as an idea was Uh now being like that's the next frontier kind of stuff so it's the same area yeah of or same theme around like this is Exactly what is happening during this time period? Yeah. So it makes sense as a theory for them to be like, "It's aliens." Now, do I think it was aliens? Most likely not, because Area Fifty-One, while secretive, uh, they're pretty clear about what they do and do not do. And I can guarantee you, the government it's does not, not care. They don't not, care.
0: <laughs> not dissecting aliens over there. Have mm. you ever read? It's something about SMEak Day? Excuse me. It's a book. It's like bless a bless you. It's- <laughs> <laughs> It's a young adult book. I read it last year. And it's, oh, The True Meaning of Smeak Day or something like that. that It's a funny little book about like an alien invasion and aliens took over the world and they were going to force all humans into Florida. (laughs) (laughs) You don't have to do that to us. That's torture. (laughs) How dare you? That's unfair. But they were going to force all humans into torture and then they realized how fun Disney World was. So they were like pushing them somewhere else. I don't know. Anyway, it's about how a 13 year old girl saves the world from aliens. That's
1: sweet. True Meaning of Smeak Day. Check it out. It's okay. Cute. All right. It's well, fun. that's now on the list. Pull out your little story graph apps, folks. Yeah. Have you ever seen an episode of Ancient Aliens? No, I haven't. Okay. Well, while you're at the tech baroness's house, <laughs> Brittany, Brittany's taking care of Erica's cats while her and Shannon are away. And she, I couldn't go. Well, neither could I. So <laughs> we were. I, to be clear, we were invited. We were invited, right? We just couldn't. Couldn't. <laughs> but. Erica as the tech baroness. Correct. She has the all of the streaming services. <laughs> so if she has like Discovery Plus, I think it is. Isn't it H
0: isn't it Max now?
1: No, that's HBO. Oh. Okay. But I'll yes. Look. But yeah, Discovery Plus has like all the travel channel stuff and things like that. So mm-hmm. first watch Ghost Adventures just so you can see Zach Bagans and all his uh, disgusting wonderful glory. I remember other conversations you oh, like, all have had about Zach Bagans. I love him so much that I hate him. I hate him so much that I love him. It there's a lot. That's something to unpack on Therapy Tuesday. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> I think just as like a caricature of himself. He's oh, okay. somebody that I don't necessarily like align with in terms of like this is not ethical, but also it's like a bit for his show, which also then for is the like bit. not Sorry. Visual bit. <laughs> but yeah. So in any case, on Discovery Plus, yes. there's gonna be ancient aliens. Okay. I urge you with a glass of something boozy to watch Ancient Aliens and play a little drinking game by yourself if you feel like it. Every time they say ancient alien theorists, cosmonauts, that's my other favorite. <gasps> cosmonauts. There's a handful of others, but I I got to meet them and I love them oh, yeah. so much. Um, so I I don't believe in any of it, but I love their passion for it. So like anytime like somebody is like this theory it's definitely aliens like this is definitely it i love that for you it's usually fairly harmless that you believe that right and that's totally fine i i don't i don't care that that's what you you believe as your theory for how life began how we became humans totally fair totally fun like there's a lot of fun stuff that you're like discovering that's fine when it branches into the whole like Humans are dumdums that don't understand anything until the like until they're, the aliens came along and told them all of this stuff. I'm like, they're not wrong though. I mean, there's a little bit of it, but also <laughs> like, my favorite I don't phrase know. to use is
0: "people are dumb," and I include myself in people. Like that is a phrase I have told people that I work with when like telling them something or be like, it's okay. Like people are dumb. I include myself in that. I am people. I am dumb. Anyway, yeah. Give me text me later the list of the like, least creepy ones, because I um am... a coward.
1: Oh, you're not a spook person. I am.
0: Oh God, no, I am not a spook person at all.
1: Okay, well, it's, <laughs> to to lean you into it because I wouldn't recommend ghost adventures because they really they do a lot of jump scares that have nothing. Like there's nothing oh, happening. Yeah, you had given that, and
0: already in the back of my brain, I was like, I feel like I've seen clips of that. That's not happening. <laughs> yeah. So like
1: stuff is stuff where they're like, oh my God, what was that? And it, right. Like cuts to commercial. Yeah. Nothing is happening. No. Absolutely nothing is happening. One time it was a raccoon, and it was the funniest fucking thing I've <laughs> ever seen on TV. But I would highly recommend watching BuzzFeed Unsolved Supernatural. Okay. Or what their new channel is, which is Watcher. Okay. And I'll send you some links of like things that there aren't re- – like there's a lot more comedy in it than scary. Um, yeah. And like the stuff that does happen is very like minor. And I think that I that's what I really appreciate about them is that Ryan is definitely like he's he's the believer. He's whole hog into it. And Shane is the – absolute skeptic. Like, there's nothing that scares him. And there's one point where Ryan is, like, almost crying, and Shane turns over, looks at him, and goes, ah, <laughs> are you okay? And Ryan's like, yeah, I'm fine. I just gotta, I gotta make it till 3am, and then we can leave. And he was like, Okay, bud. <laughs> like, I'm Ryan. I'd be crying in
0: that situation. I'd I would be, be like, dead asleep. In, in the corner, like, fetal position rocking. Like, please don't hurt me. Please don't hurt I me. I would love... <laughs> <laughs> I'm so
1: sorry. because please don't, don't want, hurt. I me. don't want to laugh at you.
0: Ghosts oh, no, so it's like... fine. I laugh at okay, me all the time. Great.
1: <laughs> I would love to go on a ghost tour as, like, the group of wives.
0: Nope, nope. Not noping out of that one right now. It's not happening. I refuse. I, I went to school. I went to college at a school that, like, had ghost tours all around because it was an, like, 100 year old Catholic university. We had dead nuns everywhere. There was, like, an entire graveyard of just, like, Dead nuns,
1: um. <laughs> <laughs> a, an entire graveyard, entire dead graveyard, dead nuns. And she's doing a physical bit, you guys. She's she's throwing a, an arm out. i to, to all of the just dead, how nuns. Many dead nuns. dead nuns? And there are. was
0: one that was like, "Oh, uh, there's a little boy." Because there also used to be like, No, oh, I hate it when it's children." Because it was a it was a women's college for a long time, so there was like a specific um, house where uh, either it was like a daycare or like they would. Like people could go and like girls would go and like study in the house, like home economics and like take care of children in the house, like full time, like they were orphans or something. I don't remember. I'd have to look this up. Don't quote me. Free labor. Yeah, exactly. And there was something I think about a little boy with a ball in the graveyard as well. So like uh, no no ghost co- no 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 ghost tours for me. Okay, that's 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 fair. During that's fine. During the wife summit, you all you and Shannon and Erica can go do. Oh a Shannon ghost won't tour. go. Oh perfect. Okay, so Shannon and I will stay behind and we'll read in front of the fire, and you and Erica can go do this. I don't actually know if Erica would want to do this. I, it might
1: honestly just be me.
0: It might, or we've just volunteered Erica that she has to go and do this. Hey Erica,
1: <laughs> have fun. You're coming with me because I'm gonna need someone to clutch you. I'm not saying that I don't get scared. Okay, I I do genuinely. Get scared. I just love ghost tours in general. I don't think I'd ever do like, oh, we're going to this creepy place overnight with e- e- EVPs and stuff like. Like, I would never do that. Right. Mostly because I want to sleep, so I don't have any desire to do that. But like, ghost tours themselves usually are much more like about the history than they are mm. about the ghosts. I'm okay
0: with the history, which tour. is why,
1: yeah. And I mean, like, that's kind of what we did when we were in Salem, where we didn't go on a ghost ghost tour mm-hmm. we went on like the history witches tour and yes. it was like an an entire history of what salem is and like where like of course they told us about the witch trials which actually happened in a, go back and listen to episode 50 because that's uh the salem witch trials but what like about salem either? in general of like what was happening there and what kind of city it was and why it got so famous as this witch trial place but it actually wasn't all that famous until Bewitched came around and like
0: really yeah also I have another book recommendation that's fine about Salem (laughs) oh it's called We Ride Upon Broomsticks oh I've seen this yeah it's hysterical really they make a pact with the devil in an Emilio Estevez notebook (laughs) I think
1: Shannon's read this and recommended it. to Probably,
0: me. I will recommend it to you as well. I'll bring my coffee because it's like
1: time. a team, right?
0: Yeah, it's a lacrosse team, yeah. and like in the like nineteen eighty nine, nineteen ninety yeah. school year. Shannon
1: has told me about this. Okay, good. I'm glad. So, all right. I'm so sorry. Let's <laughs> let's go back. Um, we don't have to go through any other, uh, other other theories unless you want to. It was more that I wanted to. It, there there were so many of them. I was like, I have so many thoughts. I want to talk. Okay, so wait, many wait. thoughts. We'll I go. really,
0: I really like the that they were bringing showgirls destined to entertain senators in uh, D.C. Honestly, but yet there were only like six people on the plane, so make it
1: make sense. I <laughs> while while there can be only one showgirl, that's fine. There could be just one showgirl. Usually, showgirls come in a pack, right? <laughs> it's like a wolf pack, a pack of five. You can so order that one always, from Amazon. Yeah. That's
0: a that's a subscribe and renew kind of a thing.
1: Pack yeah. of five showgirls. That way there's always one in the middle that you can rotate in and now everyone can kind of rotate. Also, and, you Make know. a good and,
0: circle. And to be fair, no judgment. All God's children. We don't know what those men on that on that plane did. We have no clue. We don't know. It was the 50s. Maybe,
1: maybe they were some. Honestly, they were probably some very pretty showgirls. Exactly. I love it. I love it. We I don't love know. it when a drag queen is fishy and knows it because it's like look at how beautiful i am and i'm like i swear i am i'm looking the at the most it. gorgeous i'm looking at you you're so fishy you're so pretty i love you sorry if you don't understand what that means
0: all right so current recovery attempts um so in 1995 there was a group of guys from pittsburgh yinzers if you will
1: oh love it <laughs> never heard that before you know i'm joking <laughs> Don't do that
0: to me. That's not funny. <laughs> okay. So a group of yinzers that formed something called the B-25 Recovery Group. It sounds like a you know an 80s girl band. It genuinely does. B-25 Recovery Group. <laughs> so according to them, where it landed and is buried is approximately 150 feet off of the left descending bank of the Mon at mile point 4.9 at a place known to the river men, Rivermen, as birds landing and i tried googling this and i couldn't figure out where it was because like i've been obviously yeah. from that area so like i've been down in like the mckeesport area where i think this happened at near there um but i couldn't figure out where birds landing was so but i'm not a water person i'm not a river person so. i'm sure
1: it's really not like it's probably not on a map because no. it's probably just like a colloquial thing yeah and yeah. like a very small bank yeah or something yeah yeah, yeah.
0: So, but actually, in this particular area, they also used to pull gravel from the bottom of the river to sell around the area. So, there is apparently a
1: giant pit
0: where the plane could have fallen in.
1: A pit in Pittsburgh?
0: Hey! Hey! Hey. Also, a giant pit behind the house, and I fell into the pit. Parks and Rec. Oh my
1: God. I'm okay.
0: (laughs) I fell into into the pit.
1: I love that Shannon hasn't seen Parks and Rec. I'm aware.
0: Ben she- and Leslie OTP. Actually, oh. Leslie and Anne OTP. Yes. Leslie and Ann OTP.
1: Yes. Ben Wyatt is what every awkward what- sitcom boy wants to be.
0: <laughs> one of my one of my hinge prompts. <laughs> It's like, it's like, what are you looking for? It's like, I'm looking for someone to be the Ben Wyatt to my Leslie Nope. You are
1: Leslie Nope. I am
0: Leslie Nope. I came fully prepared with research today. Of course, I'm Leslie Nope.
1: <laughs> I like how you say that like we don't. Well, no, sorry. <laughs> That's not what I meant. <laughs> no, I know. It was just very funny.
0: <laughs> you guys just make it up on the fly. You oh, yeah. chat GPT at all. chat
1: GPT. Everything. I came with a
0: legit story. So anyway, there's a giant pit where the plane could have fallen in, in the river, which... That's, Honestly, that's terrifying. Yeah. Yeah. Pits and rivers are just no good. But in 1997, the Army Corps of Engineers went in to do some work to, like, secure the riverbed so as not to destroy anything else that may still be down there. They wanted to use a metal-detecting magnetometer, thinking that it would be the best non-intrusive way to get information about what was down there. But they needed $25,000. For... And- to do this, like... A machine situation? I'm yeah. sure it's... Yeah. And then, like, that's in 1997 dollars. So I didn't do that math. Actually, I have my computer in front of me. Let me do that math right now. In 2023, that would be about $47,000. So...
1: Ow. Yeah. That is, again, going back a little bit to our inability slash non-desire to do math <laughs> yeah I can't conceptualize that amount of money
0: I can but only because that's what my student loans are so I've been paying it for years upon years upon years
1: <laughs> <laughs> mine are a little bit higher than <laughs> that yeah <that's> <laughs> <far>. <laughs> I do know that but I can't conceptualize like like having math. it all at once exactly yeah no oh, my god that's 40, so much money it
0: would be forty seven thousand dollars in today's in today's dollars.
1: I'm assuming that this machine is something that's like an arm with a magnet on the end. I could also Google what a magnetometer looks like. Oh, we don't do a lot of Googling on this show on the spot. We kind of well. just let things ride. So I'm very excited with all this information.
0: Oh, it's A magnetometer is a passive instrument that measures changes in the Earth's magnetic field. An ocean exploration. It can be used to survey critical heritage sites such as ship and aircraft wait, wait.
1: So it's a surface... It's on the surface. There's no like magnetism that is happening on like a uh, like no, trying it, to bring anything up. It looks like it says it. It it's can be towed, radar. It,
0: it could be towed through the water column. So Hold it's, on.
1: It, so it's just doing magnetic radar. Yes. So it's getting feedback to see if there's anything underneath the water.
0: Potentially. I'm also I'm chuckling because one of these people also ask questions that pop up under Google. Can I use my phone as a
1: magnetometer? <laughs> Uh, Probably not. It needs something to give it feedback for. Because there's there's a a ground, something like ground detecting radar, something like that. Mm -hmm. Ground Mm -hmm. something, penetrating radar. Ground penetrating radar that does essentially that with dirt. That will show you if there's something underneath that is coming back faster than it would if it was just Right, if it were going all the way down. So my assumption is that that's what that is with water.
0: Yeah, it looks like, I'll turn my laptop so you can kind of see it. Like it looks like it's something that's like dragged you yeah. could drag it through okay. the water.
1: I now understand where we yeah. are. I was thinking it was this big giant crane situation. I'm like, like yeah, on a barge on the river. <laughs> Forty five thousand dollars. Yeah, that makes sense for a barge, like a giant yeah. barge thing. No, okay. Now it is, makes sense. It makes sense, but not for that amount of money. Not worth it. Or maybe it's worth it, and we're just to the B twenty five recovery group. People
0: are dumb and we are people. And we are people. Exactly. So despite all of this extensive research, sonar scans, and remote-controlled cameras, the recovery group found no evidence of the plane during several attempts. But also, Matt Pudnick, who is a member of the recovery group, says, it's not the most hospitable river.
1: (laughs) Which really kind of feels like an understatement sometimes. Does it feel like a dig? Or does it just feel like a, yeah... (laughs)
0: that's accurate yeah it's accurate i mean i i if you know like the history of pittsburgh and like pollution and steel mills like it used to be a thing that like in the 50s guys in in like white shirts would have to go home at lunch and like change their shirt because the air was so polluted that like their shirts would be oh my god yeah so why not wear
1: black shirts
0: well because these were white collar guys i don't know (laughs) but there there are pictures of it. So, yeah. So, um, the rivers are not very hospitable. Uh, that's at least fair. not like right in that area, especially where all the steel mills were. It's just dirty. It's probably really hard to get anybody wanting to do that. To like dive into them. Yeah. People do it now. And every time I would like, l- yeah, like when I would like drive past the rivers in the city and I'd see people like tubing on them, I'd be like, oh. Tubing? Gross. Wait, no, no, no.
1: Okay. So like being dragged behind. Still. Like that's a that's a relaxation pose. I do not want to be relaxing with my ass in dirty water. <laughs> Some people do apparently. I don't understand that. Like that – I would understand if somebody was like I'm like that kind of yep. adrenaline junkie adventurer. I'm diving into this water to see what I can find. Mm-mm. I understand that to a degree. Of, like, okay, so you have a purpose. But, like, if you're just relaxing, that is not where I want to relax. No. That they is would, not where
0: I want to be. They would also do it, like, further down into some of the feeder rivers. Like, the Yokogany it was just
1: – I also was just, like, I, I can't – I love these names. I know that I'm sure – I'm sure they're Native American names. Yes. And I love them. They all are. Because it reminds me – it's very funny. A lot of Rhode Island is also – Correct. Full of yeah, yeah, Native yeah. American names because they were just, like, yeah, this is what this is called. Exactly. And a lot of the <laughs> – the Narragansett tribe has been, like, oh yeah that's just a collection of sounds <laughs> like that doesn't no, actually like it's not actually it doesn't word. actually mean anything yeah which is hilarious and maybe it did at that time and because their history is oral it's harder to tie back to certain words yeah but like i love that that they're like it's just a sound it's just a sound. like when they asked someone someone asked because the word raccoon yeah. it comes from a trash panda <laughs> it just means trash panda <laughs> comes from a native american word or is a Native Native American word. And uh-huh. someone asked uh, a tribal leader of, I forget what tribe it was. And I'm not going to guess because that's not great. Yeah. But they asked them, what does raccoon mean? And oh, he no. just went, raccoon. <laughs> <laughs> like, it doesn't, just, mean, raccoon. just means raccoon. Like, it doesn't have, there's no, like, bear with white eye. Like, there's no, there's Nothing. no direct translation of anything so i I did find i google because i
0: like when i was doing research for this i also was just googling things about the Monongahela river to remind myself about it because i couldn't i knew it flowed like yeah south to north ish but i couldn't remember the exact direction and so i have the entomology up here and it means falling banks and it's an unami word which is an algonquin language like yeah. cuz Algonquin nation was like real big in yeah. western Pennsylvania area. So, Monongahela means falling banks in reference to the geographical instability of the river's banks.
1: Okay. So. So maybe that's why you couldn't find the bird landing is because it, because it did not ex- doesn't exist <laughs> yeah. anymore.
0: Also very possible. So, Yeah, it's not the most hospitable river. But Matt also said in this interview that I found from him, there's part of me that says, I'm glad that it's never been found because there's still a mystery out there to solve.
1: Oh, one of our buddies. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So to this day, the ghost bomber remains one of Pittsburgh's most famous unsolved mysteries.
1: I love that. Very well done. Yay, Brittany. That's the Pittsburgh ghost bomber. Do you have a theory yourself that you believe in? No. No?
0: <laughs> not at all. I'm not a fairy person. I'm just like, ah, it disappeared. It happened. It went poof.
1: <laughs> it no longer exists. It
0: doesn't exist anymore. I I mean, honestly, if I'm thinking about it, it probably just like...
1: Broke into ...corroded. Pieces, yeah.
0: yeah. It just like, it broke into pieces. It corroded. I mean, it was 34 degrees in the water, so I'm sure that like the water did something and all the, the muck and guck and chemicals that were in the Monongahela River didn't help. It's, that's fair. So... If it's, like, and if it's getting pushed, like, getting, as it's being pushed and, like, pushed over rocks and, like, breaking apart and just, like, the as the pieces get smaller, it's easier for them to kind of, like, drift apart and then suddenly it hits, like, the Ohio River and then you're just like, all right, well, well have fun. it's not here anymore. Have fun storming the castle, kids. Bye. It'll take a miracle.
1: Yeah. I feel like that's, it's probably either that or there was some kind of recovery that did happen mm-hmm. and it was just not written anywhere because it was also kind of a failure of, like, the... Pittsburgh people are Nebby
0: people. We are a Nebby bunch, which, if you're a Yinzer listening, hi, hello, you know what Nebby means. I have no clue. Nebby. Nebby is Yinzer for, like, nosy. Oh, that makes sense. We get to, like, nose into things, and, like, we have to be in everybody's business. So people are uh, a Nebby. We can be a Nebby bunch, so.
1: I feel like if it were... Like there would be a story somewhere. Yeah. If someone was like, Yeah, we definitely saw in the dark of night they came and And lifted this this giant
0: plane out of the river. Exactly. But also it was the fifties, so like the equipment wouldn't have been as good. Like I'm I'm picturing if, if anything, they would have destroyed it in the
1: water in order to push it.
0: I'm picturing when a bus fell into a pothole in Pittsburgh oh, a couple God. of years ago. And so I'm picturing them like lifting the bus out. Um, And this is different than the bus that they had to lift out when a bridge broke a I couple of years ago. I love that there's more than one bus story. <laughs> about a bus being like airlifted out of a thing. So that's what I'm picturing. But then I remembered that this was in 1956. That would be,
1: sorry, it going going through the the double bus thing, that, mm-hmm. that <laughs> second bus, that must have been a great day for some journalists going, it's happened again? Wait,
0: no. The best part about when that bridge collapsed, like it was early in the morning. So I think there were only like three or four cars on it. Nobody was hurt. That's nice. So this bridge breaks and it's like a major, uh, like a fairly major like thoroughfare between one part of Pittsburgh into like a, a different part of the city and also like the major, like, the the most convenient way when one of the tunnels is, like, backed up into mm-hmm. the city. The day that this bridge broke, President Biden was supposed to go
1: to Pittsburgh to talk about infrastructure. Now, that is some irony. <laughs> and it was just like, oh, this is so unfortunate for you, isn't it? That's amazing.
0: Yeah. And then there are photos of Senator John Fetterman, like, just walking around in his, like, basketball shorts and, like, hoodie. And it's like, Yes. That's our man. That's
1: hilarious. So. So that's the Pittsburgh Ghost Bomber. Thank you so much.
0: Thank you this for having was me. So
1: much fun. Before we leave, I'm gonna ask a question because we don't have a mailbag, y'all. If you feel like sending us any kind mm-hmm. of fun emails, stories, suggestions, anything, feel free. But my question to you, Brittany, is and I'm putting you on the spot, so feel free if you do not have an answer, totally fine. Okay. Is there a topic, it can be solved or unsolved, okay, that you think like you could really get into? Like that would be your like the same way that Shannon really loves Titanic oh, like, and Everest. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Girl. <clears throat> Girl. Let me just
1: like <laughs> uh let's crack some knuckles yeah. here.
0: The Romanovs. I went through a Yes, okay, we well, know we've talked about this. Romanov phase. So, you know, obviously research has found. Anastasia was still like was buried there and they determined it was either Maria who was the third daughter yes or Alexei who was the only the boy. only boy right that was missing that that when they found that body that's who it was but yeah so the romanovs are like my thing rasputin rasputin is messy what a weirdo what messy. i so i did in 7th grade we had to do like a we were learning how to write research papers. And it was just, like, here's an – you're supposed to write an informational paper. So mine was on the Romanovs, like, from the 1700s, like, Catherine the Great, like, all the way through to when they were murdered in 1917. And I remember, like, reading some things about Rasputin and going to my teacher and just being, like – Am I allowed to write this? Am write- I allowed to write this? I'm in seventh grade. And he's talking about having orgies. Am I allowed to put this in a paper in seventh grade? She goes, "I yes, I guess. So – that's hilarious. Yeah, so a seventh grader talking about <laughs> raspberries cheese. I love that. I would say the things that like I go off on are not like unsolved spooky ooky but it's That's like there. things that are
1: like that annoy me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Specifically, the thing
1: the I'm way thinking you said of, that the way you said that made it sound like you didn't know what was going to come out of your mouth until it until it did. Sometimes I don't,
0: which is how I ended up with purple hair last weekend.
1: It looks great.
0: I love it. Anyway, I will also go on rants about how in the United States public school system, we do not teach Shakespeare properly. And so because of that, like, yes. we, like, children just, like, lose this appreciation for, like, what Shakespeare they're is like, supposed oh, to be. oh, it's too hard. It's so, I don't understand it's it. So it's so boring. boring. What's he saying? He literally makes your mom jokes, guys. He makes dick jokes and your mom jokes. And they're so good. They're so good funny we
1: went to drunk shakespeare last night i love drunk shakespeare continue have you been have you been i went to the one in new york many many years ago with a friend i highly recommend because the tickets are not that expensive (laughs) truly i'll go again we went last night Mm -hmm. because it was rick's birthday present was going to drunk shakespeare it was raucous and great they did macbeth it was so good okay i also saw macbeth
0: when i went to see it there's something about the ale of mother's milk. There's a line. Oh, did they God.
1: did they do the thing where they the mil- made the milk er, and the, the Guinness? Oh, they did Red Bull. Ooh, yeah. Okay. To explain, there is a line in Macbeth that says that Macbeth is filled with the milk of human kindness. That's what it is. And to demonstrate this, because this is drunk Shakespeare, mm-hmm. what they did is they made Macbeth, the person playing Macbeth, drink an entire glass of two percent milk mixed with red bull when i saw it it was guinness they mixed it they well, mixed guinness well, because and milk the guinness or the red bull is representing human kindness and the milk is, is milk. milk and hamlet has to be or not hamlet. Macbeth. macbeth has to be filled with it so he has to drink it and so the person who was playing macbeth drank it and i was like oh do they when you walk into that one do they give you a
0: shot when you walk in the yes, door
1: absolutely also it was pink and <laughs> rick was like Does this have strawberry anything in it? Because he's allergic to strawberries. And (laughs) the girl was like, "No, why? Are you okay?" We were like, "We're fine. Like I'm just just asking, making sure." She's like, "Oh, okay. It tastes delicious." And we're like, "We believe you. (laughs) We just don't want him to die." Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah, please don't die, Rex. Please, please don't die. (laughs) At least not yet. How about never? Oh, okay. Also, I'm dying first so that uh, I don't have to deal with that grief. But apparently I'm fully willing to put my family members through that grief. Go for it, Emily Gilmore. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) My
0: references are strange and just like out there. And um, for all my friends, when you
1: finally listen to this, you'll just be like, yep, that's Brittany. (laughs) Oh, Gilmore girls. I hate it. All right. Well, thank you for coming. Hopefully we can do this again Thank sometime soon. Thank you for soon. having me. Maybe if next time I'm not here, that would be really sad. Hopefully it's not that. But maybe you and Shannon can do an episode together. That would be really fun. I feel like that would be even more chaotic. Especially since this is my house. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just text you and be like, hey, uh, this
0: thing's I'll give you working. the door code. Yeah, It's fine. We'll just like shimmy in with like a something.
1: Yeah. Thank you. Thanks for having me. We hope you liked having Brittany on. Let us know if we need to bring her back because we definitely can and will. And maybe next time you just be a guest and hang out and you don't have to do any research or anything. A lot less pressure. A lot less pressure. (laughs) Next time we we won't make you bring any food to the party. Okay. How about that? Excellent. But yeah, until next time, guys, remember, this podcast doesn't
0: exist.
1: I love it when people have heard it before and know what to do.